maybe maybe our favorite thing to do um, besides the question episodes when we're out of ideas uh, is just ranking uh, mascots. We ranked serial mascots, uh, Twitch. Um, Tony the Flippin' Tiger was victorious. Yeah, yeah. Say it. Ben can't even say it. He's still I can't salty. even say it. Um, oh, it feels good. But yeah, that person won that. <laughs> We've also done a... Uh, it was college basketball. Yeah, March Madness yeah, style. March, yeah, March Madness um, uh, mascot tournament. And it was... Shoot. Who Producer won Alex, if you could pull that up for us, the results. Yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah, show. definitely. Yeah. Um, well, today we're doing another one of those. We're going to take a look at uh, everyone's favorite fast food mascots. And me and Joe are going to rank them. Uh, let's go over some of the ground rules or Absolutely. some of the boundaries for this for this bracket. Uh, this will be who could win in uh, like a hand-to-hand combat a situation. A physical altercation. Physical altercation in the octagon. Who would take the other one down to the death? Absolutely. To the death. No mercy. Um, and from there, we'll just we'll just whittle them down until we get to number one. Prepare to be whittled, American fast food chains. Yeah. This is about to go down. So we got a 16-team bracket, 16-player bracket. Uh, some players are, are actually two players. We'll get to that later on. A little bit of an advantage. We'll find out how much that actually impacts the playing field. But we have a classic 16-team bracket here, single elimination we're going to start at the top of the bracket and work our way down and see how far we get today. Ben, you got anything else to add? No. Introduce our first uh, our first round. All right. So we have a pretty McDonald's-heavy top third of the bracket here. So we're going to work through a couple of different McDonald's contenders. Ben, we got a couple of really strong options here, I think. Number one, we got Ronald McDonald, the classic, the icon, the, the creepy clown, to be totally yeah. honest. He's terrifying. To look Arguably at. the goat of mascots. Arguably the goat of mascots. Second only to his own golden arches, which is not really a mascot, but that's an iconic restaurant symbol. Anyway, we got Ronald up against Grimace. Now, Ben, tell us a little about Grimace. This might be a name that people aren't as familiar with these days, but certainly a mm. legend of the past. Yeah, I would definitely recommend looking up a picture of Grimace just to get the full experience. Uh, just to give you a quick overview, though, uh, he is a purple like gumdrop. Not actually, but it's about what he looks like. Yep. Um, super fat towards the bottom, and then just kind of in a triangular fashion. Absolutely. Uh, moves his way upwards to like sort of a thin head um, with purple arms and purple legs sticking out of that weird cone of a body now ben we've been watching a film and all the film i've seen of grimace is all of his power comes through his torso through his trunk yeah you mentioned it i mean he's got he's got pretty skinny head action up top and his legs also are nothing to brag about so really his power is coming through his trunk which could be an interesting matchup to focus on within this ronald mcdonald versus grimace battle yeah, I can't emphasize this enough. We're talking about maybe a slightly above average size head matched down to a size 68 waist. <laughs> so we're working with a lot of hip power. Grimace has junk in the trunk. Let's put it that way. Ben, uh, despite, all <laughs> despite all of the assets that Grimace is working with, um, I still feel like we got to give this to Ronald. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, Ronald is, is an icon. He's classic, and he's still relevant today. Yeah. He's he's frightening enough that I actually think Ronald has a really good chance to go deep in this competition. 100%. Uh, the thing with uh, Grimace is he just has zero mobility. Zero mobility. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. He doesn't move very well, does no he? No agility. No agility <laughs> in there. Ronald is moving way faster uh, in the ring Absolutely. than this guy. Um, the other thing is, have you seen Ronald's shoes? Dude, he's got... 
He's got some fire kicks. Man is of size 18. <laughs> He's got enormous feet. I mean, I think, one clapper from those. I, that's what I'm saying. One kick, I think. One roundhouse and Ronald has taken you to the playhouse. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Um, this this one has to go to Ronald. Yeah. So as as good of a competitor as Grimace is, unfortunately, he's knocked out early. Um, okay, Ben, you want to move us to our next All McDonald's matchup? Let's do it. For the second one, we've got Birdie the Early Bird. Uh, and Joe, walk us through just a quick overview of, of Birdie here. Yeah, so so Birdie looks like she was born on Sesame Street and ended up on these streets. <laughs> she, is, she is ready to fly. She's like if Amelia Earhart met uh, Big Bird. Think about it that yeah. way. She is... She's got her goggles on up top, uh, long hair. She looks she looks innocent, but I, I think there's something more there, Ben. Definitely, definitely. Our next contestant that's fighting Birdie will be Mayor McCheese. Uh, mayor McCheese is the mayor of McCheese, I guess. Uh, he is a hamburger with eyes, and his mouth is the in between like the bun and the hamburger patty. Yep. And then he just has a normal human body from yep. from down under that. Uh, He's dripped out. I'm not going to lie. He is iced he's, out to the he's, max. He's got the mayor sash. Uh, he's got a full suit, a pink suit. Yeah. Uh, Pinstripe pants hat. and some yeah. nice little spectacles as well. Yeah. Homeboy is ready for a show. He's, I, he's I ready. He, I think he showed up to the ring thinking he was going to spectate and is actually maybe not entirely prepared to be in the ring. But again, you look into his eyes, Ben, and there is something sinister about about this man. Like he could. If he had to, he could. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It takes more than just a little bit of motivation to become the mayor of McCheese. <laughs> so, you know he's had one of the... <laughs> you know he's faced a few fights. <laughs> you know that's true. Take it to where he's been. He, so, looks, he looks like the person who ordered Batman's parents speaking. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, unprepared? Maybe. Uh, undefeated? Yes. I think definitely. So... so I, I think this is an even matchup, to be honest. Who do, who do you have moving on to the next round, Joe? I, I have Mary McCheese moving on. Uh, just like with Ronald, I think this is someone who can pull enough strings yeah. to make a deep run. Now, it is unfortunate. We're going to have a Ronald versus Mary McCheese matchup later on. Only one can advance, but that's going to be a heck of a fight, Ben. Me too. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm going to go with Mary McCheese as well. Kay. I think he's going to absolutely clap Birdie. Um, I don't think she stands a chance. For one thing, she doesn't have fists. Uh, she has wings, and so I don't know. I just don't know how much you can really do with a pair of wings as far as fighting goes. She has some enormous feet, just like Ronald, uh, and a beak, so maybe those factors can come into play. But again, I think Mary McCheese is going to take it. Totally agree. Fair analysis, Ben. Um, we'll see Birdie back next year, and maybe she'll have some some more fists involved. Um, okay, up next, our third matchup. So far, we have Ronald advancing along with Mayor McCheese. We have one more McDonald's contestant, the Hamburglar. Coming up against the king of Burger King. Ben, walk us through the Hamburglar again, someone that people may not be quite as familiar with, especially relative to the king. Definitely, definitely. The Hamburglar yep. is, uh, is a child. <laughs> a child with buck teeth and orange hair. A ginger buck teeth child. And he wears a uh, white and black striped like onesie with a cape and a giant hat. Um, and a mask on, and he just steals people's hamburgers. That's his M.O. Now, we know what you're thinking. He's incredibly COVID conscious. It's actually an eye mask, not a mouth mask. True. Back yeah. to you, Ben. Yeah, thank you. No, thanks for that clarification. You're welcome. Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't think a nine-year-old ginger has anything on the king. I mean, uh, producer Alex <laughs> was kind enough to pull up a picture of the king for us. He looks 
He looks ready for the ring. He he is. He looks like Conor McGregor, kind of. <laughs> like, at least a little bit. You know Giga Chad? Yeah, no. Okay. I right. really wanted to. <laughs> I really wanted to. <laughs> You're good. He looks like uh, uh, Jack Harlow just had, like, extremely, like, defined... <laughs> Facial features in a crown. Oh my gosh, that's exactly what it looks like. Also, Ben, now you got to tell me what that thing is. <laughs> Giga in, chat? In me. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's like the. I think it's a computer generated, like the most ideal uh, physique for a man. Oh. Um, he's using a lot of memes. Uh, I see. I'll show you some later. Okay, do it. Um, yeah, that's good. But yeah, I, I think <laughs> this is honestly no contest in my opinion. I think the king is taking him. Um, the fact that we even let a child into this competition doesn't say a lot about our our strenuous selection process. Yeah, the Hamburglar. I'm I'm really sorry. The fact that you're already wearing what looks like a prison jumpsuit doesn't make me think you're a very good burglar, because <laughs> it, it looks like you're already ready to. I, I just don't understand your thing. I don't yeah. understand your bit. So yeah, I, unfortunately for the Hamburglar, this one's going to the king ten times out of ten. And I think the king. Uh, if you still have the picture pulled up Absolutely. for us, Alex. Yeah. Um, he does he have knuckles on there? He has oh, like these like weird rings. He's that, got like, some, over... some thick rings. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you ever fist bump somebody who wears a lot of rings, you can sort of imagine the pain that the Hamburglar is going to be experiencing after one punch. I repeat, one punch from the king. Yeah. So I great mean, catch, Ben. Great. A, catch. a nine-year-old child against a grown man's um, uh, heavy metal fist. I think that's a one-punch victory. That right is a knockout blow like me losing at Wii Boxing for the 10th time in a row. <laughs> ben, what's our next matchup here? Our next matchup is a good one in my opinion. We have Wendy of Wendy's, uh, the girl herself, and then the cows from Chick-fil-A. Ah, Now, I, I think this is an intriguing matchup. Our first example of more than one contestant fighting on one team. We did give the Chick-fil-A cows access to join as a group. We were met with some controversy and some resistance surrounding that decision. But Ben, we felt it like we felt it was the right call, especially because we think Wendy can handle it. Ben, tell us more about this matchup and who you think is coming out on top. I think, ah, oh man, this is really hard to say. I think this is a pretty good matchup overall. Um, I mean, I think a lot of people would just draw off the bat, go with Wendy instead of the cows. But we have to remember about the cows. They started an entire franchise, a business, <laughs> a restaurant fast food business that swept America and tricked the nation into eating more chicken than what's ever been eaten before, <laughs> just as a way for them not to get slaughtered. I mean, they've painted signs on the highways. They've built buildings. They've cooked chicken. Um, so I really don't think the cow should be underestimated in this fight. Uh, it's going to be a tough one. What do you think? Um, ben, I think you make some really solid points about all this. Um, this sheer amount of deviousness the cows have on their side. I mean, clearly they, they have a few tricks up their sleeves, right? I mean, you run into the sure. obstacle of human versus animal and, and, and historically that's gone one way for the most part. <laughs> right. Uh, maybe barring a few minor upsets. But now there's the two of them. But now, now this is an entirely different ball game. Clearly they have some writing ability. Their spelling isn't great. Granted, I'll give that to you. They don't really know how to spell on those signs, but man, they pack a punch, especially in those hooves. Um, so I, I'm really, I'm really thinking the cows are advancing again. We also run into the fact that this is a, a child. Wendy is, is a child. Um, and, and I'm going to be honest. I don't think a child has a great chance in some sort of physical altercation against not one cow, but multiple. Yeah. Wendy's also a spoiled child. I think any fighting power came from Dave on that part. Um, I don't think any of that was transferred onto Wendy. And so Wendy's, Wendy's just a little, a little girl. 
She's not going to do much against two cows. Totally agree. Totally I'm going to get to the cows. Uh, uh, cows are advancing into the second round. Yeah. That's our fourth matchup. We are halfway through this bracket. Ben, we're powering into the bottom half of the bracket. So far, we have Ronald, Mayor McCheese, the King, and Cows advancing into round two. As far as the bottom half goes, our next matchup is Colonel Sanders of Kentucky Fried Chicken fame and Scoopy. Now, Scoopy's not a commonly known mascot. I'll do the background here before I turn it over to you for Colonel Sanders, Ben. Scoopy is the mascot of Culver's, and he or she is simply just an ice cream cone with a scoop of ice cream. Now, it's not mm. ice cream, as someone would, would very quickly correct me. Alex has provided at this point of data that's actually frozen custard. And now, Ben, I don't know if that changes the calculus here for you at all. Frankly, for me, it does not at all, but I'd like to hear more. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Um, you know, it doesn't change the way it melts. And quite frankly, if uh, Mr. Colonel Sanders just shows up with a deep fryer, uh, I think it's all over for Scoopy. I mean, uh, there's not a whole lot else I can say about Colonel Sanders. He might be the most iconic mascot Absolutely. of all time. I think everyone knows Colonel Sanders. Um, but I think the uh, I think the Colonel, the Chicken King, is going to take it for this one uh, and absolutely melt the frick out of Scoopy. I, I totally agree, Ben. One, one more point on this matchup before we advance. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I think it's this is actually an incredibly fortunate mascot uh, ma- matchup. Excuse me for the Colonel. Um, okay. Think about it. I mean, this man is old, right? He is he is rigid. Not only did they have to replace him once already in terms of TV commercials. Do you remember when they did that and they replaced him with like a younger looking guy? Yeah. Who looked like ten percent more like Drew Carey. <laughs> yeah. that, that happened, right? I mean, that, yeah, I think yeah. that tells us something about the state of Colonel Sanders right now. He is not. He's not stable. I don't think he's able to withhold, withstand a, a, a real beating from anyone. Sure. It's fortunate for him that he comes up against Scoopy, a literal ice cream cone with with legs, but really no mobility, no agility, no no vision uh, to speak of. I don't I don't think I really expect Colonel Sanders to do much in future rounds. But as far as this one goes, I think it's obvious Colonel Sanders for the win. Definitely takes the cake. Um, I don't know how many people have held an ice cream cone. I hope everybody at some point in their lives. They're pretty brittle. They are. Uh, and that's the torso we're working with for Scoopy. So <laughs> I I really don't think, um, I think just a couple of blows from Colonel Sanders will do the trick. I totally agree. Okay, Ben, on to our next matchup. Who do we have in this matchup? This is a great matchup. I'm, I'm maybe the most excited about this one. We have the oven mitt from Arby's. For those of you that don't know, Arby's had a mascot a while ago. It's an oven mitt that says Arby's on it and a really horrible face on it as well. <laughs> Um, and his name is just Oven Mitt. Yep. And then we have Jack of Jack in the Box. I'm I'm excited. I think this has the most potential to be to go either way, in my opinion. I, I really do too. So let, let's see. I think a lot of people off the bat are thinking Jack. Obviously, he has legs. Right. He has arms. I mean, just think about that guy's head for just a split second. I don't know what his quality of vision is. Seeming how he just has like eyes painted on the outside of his giant dome. I don't know how well he's seeing. I don't know how he's smelling or, or, or hearing. I don't know what his sensory ability is. And also the fact that we keep coming back to this idea of mobility. The, the advantage for Oven Mitt in this matchup, who I would label as a slight underdog coming in, is he is so uniform, right? All of his material is just one, he's just one element. I think that combined with his personality that you can sort of get from his look, his face, his eyes. I mean, I think he's scrappy. And I, I think Oven Mitt has a real shot here, Ben. Where, where do you fall on this? I would agree. You know, I think uh, one thing that's underrated about Jack is that absolute pecker of a nose that he has. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I think he could probably tear some holes in Oven Mitt for sure if he had some well-placed ones. But that's the other thing, too, is Oven Mitt's small. He's he's scrappy, like he's you quick. said. He's yeah. agile. He's quick. I think he has the potential to get in there and take Jack out. 
before um, he's able to get out of his box. I mean, and this is where we keep coming back to the issue, right? About you have speed, you have agility, you have quickness on one side, you have the absolute monster pecker on the other side, as right, you mentioned. Right. In addition to a human frame, which I, I yeah. do think is something to consider here, given that humans are usually the ones operating and storing oven mitts. Now, oven mitt is no ordinary oven mitt. He is sentient, apparently. But I, I don't know. I'm struggling here, Ben, despite the fact that I think there's a lot going for oven mitt. I'm struggling to find uh, just in, in my heart to give this to anybody but Jack. Me too, honestly. I think in the end, Jack has enough moves that he could take it in the end. Okay. So that's our our, our our last matchup. Here we go. We have a couple more here. We have the Bell from Taco Bell against Little Caesar from Little Caesars. Uh, ben, there's a lot of different ways this could go. I think first we have to sort of start with describing the Bell. Mm-hmm. Imagine a, a giant Bell. The Liberty Bell, but without a crack in it. Right. All right. There's that part. And then Little Caesars, Ooh. a small Italian man. Who serves pizza? I mean, that sounds pretty good. And he has a spear too. And he does have a spear. Yeah. Now, one thing that I could, I, I think, would hold Caesar back. I, I just am getting this from producer Alex. He does prefer to be called Caesar, not Little Caesar. No. <laughs> he finds that to be uh, a little offensive. But, well, uh, he yeah. should have named his restaurant something different. Then that's entirely fair. One thing, yeah, Alex, we're not, we're not gonna call him that. One thing that I think does hold Little Caesar back is his apparel. Now, imagine Little Caesar, listener. Uh, and you're seeing a, a small Italian man, as I said, with the spear, as Ben said, but with some sort of orange toga. Now, I do question, in terms of preserving modesty, what kind of mobility is mm. he getting in that thing? I, I don't, don't think s- he's got great mobility, Ben. Hey, that's a great point. I think in a fight like this, though, there is no room for modesty. <laughs> I think he is doing whatever he needs to to win this fight and take um, take the bell down. And so... If that means nakedness for a few minutes, I I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to have no problem with that. I think it's only going to make him scrappier and better of a fighter. Yeah, especially, and we even consider the long line of Caesars that have come before Little Caesar. I mean, Mm. I think about the different emperors, right? You think about Nero and all the damage that he caused. Yeah. If even a, a tiny bit of that trickled down to Little Caesar's generation... Sure, he's maybe gotten a little soft. Sure, he's he's not quite as hot and ready as he used to be. But I mean, I, I think there is, I think there is real potential here for Little Caesars, not just in this round, but in future rounds as well. Ben, any any disagreement before I label Little Caesars the winner of this? No, Little Caesars has taken it. Okay, Ben, our final matchup for this opening round, our final matchup for this episode as well. Hit us, uh, hit hit us with this one. Uh, this one is uh, Tom Tom and Eddie, two pandas from Panda Express. And then the Domino from Domino's. This is a great matchup. I'm excited for this. Um, the Domino is taking this for sure. There's really even no need to discuss the Pandas, uh, anything else. The Domino's are taking it for sure. But give me your thoughts, Joe. Well, well, I mean, I, I'm intrigued, Ben. I want to hear more of your reasoning here. My mind, to be honest, is a little more open towards Tom, Tom, and Eddie. I'm intrigued again by the, the duality that they have going on. Mm. Two pandas instead of one. You have the Chick-fil-A cow advantage here. Right. It's rare in a competition like this. And I also think about with Domino, he's a stationary object. And I, I do question how that's going to affect his work in the ring. But again, I want to hear more. I, he can squish those pandas easily. I mean, Dominoes are, are fierce. Have you ever have you ever made like a domino train and then Absolutely. knocked them over? I mean, who among us has not? Yeah, exactly. It takes one domino to knock over hundreds it can easily take a panda. Uh, the domino is taking this for sure. The domino is king. <laughs> but 
but no, you I'll know, let you try to. No, I, I don't feel strong enough about Tom, Tom, and Eddie uh, to, to really argue with you on this one. I do okay. think the the sheer force and, and impact that one domino can have that's been proven throughout all of time, yeah, is a real testament to the domino in particular and his or, or, or its its ability to really do some damage um, against Tom, Tom, and Eddie. The two v one aspect is a factor here, but ultimately, Ben, I think you're right. It's not going to be enough in Tom, Tom, and Eddie's favor to help Panda Express get this win. Uh, I'm, I'm Team Domino as well. I agree. We call that the Domino effect. <laughs> so we have our eight winners of these opening rounds. We're into the quarterfinals. Quarterfinals. Yeah, that's the quarterfinals. Absolutely. We'll discuss this more in future episodes. Ben, do you want to round out the winners so far of some of these matchups just to remind people where we left off before we head into next week's episode? Definitely. For round one, we have Ronald McDonald as our winner moving on. Uh, and then we have Mayor McCheese in the second round, moving on. The King from Burger King, moving on in the third round. The Cows of Chick-fil-A, moving on in the fourth round. Colonel Sanders in the fifth round is moving on. Jack from Jack in the Box is moving on to fight another day. Little Caesars uh, in the sixth round is coming back. And then finally, the Domino. This is a great field of contestants. Frankly, I'm incredibly excited. There were some really strong matchups early on in this competition they're only going to get stronger as the best of the best rise to the top. Ben, any any final thoughts before we close out this week? No. Stay frosty, everybody. Three, two, one. Keep, Keep your ears, ears peeled. peeled.